I'm out here in the early morning and during my drive to work, I passed a lot of our schools here in our inner city. And I have to say, I'm not used to seeing our schools opening up so early in August. But the one thing I noticed in the past couple of years, that a lot of our schools are starting to look so beat up and run down here in the inner city. I guess our people in government don't think it's important to keep our schools here in the inner cities to a higher standard. But it brings up the topic that I'm going to be discussing in this episode when we talk about school busing. Let's get into it. listening to the D-Win Legacy Podcast, brought to you by D-Souls Productions, LLC, where we bring together life, culture, and communities. If you were ever a victim of busing, do you remember that long bus ride to school? I can still hear to this day the sound of the bus on the way to school during that long bus ride. I'm here at my son's new school's open house. And there's one side of me that is happy that my son is attending a better school. But there's the other side of me that's frustrated that my son has to be extracted so far from his home to get a better education. We are back with another episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast. And with our young ones headed back for another school season here in 2019 going into 2020. I wanted to talk about an issue that a lot of us faced growing up. And this is why I'm calling this episode School Busing. While the 1954 U.S. Supreme Court landmark decision in Brown v. Board of Education declared racial segregation in public schools unconstitutional, 
many American schools continue to remain largely segregated due to the housing inequality. Busing in the United States is a practice of assigning and transporting students to schools within or outside their local school districts in an effort to reduce racial segregation in schools. Even though school districts provided zero fare bus transportation to and from students assigned schools, those schools were in some cases many miles away from students' homes which often presented problems to them and their families. In addition, many families dislike having to send their children miles to another school in an unfamiliar neighborhood when there was an available school a short distance away from where they lived. Now, I got this from the actual definition on Google on what busing is. They call it desegregation busing. As far back as I can remember, when I was in the second grade, I started to experience busing. The first school I was bused to was called Old Mill Lane, and I don't even believe that school was still even there. But the one thing that I could remember was pulling up to the school on my first day, and I had no idea where I was. In the first grade, I attended a school that was in my local neighborhood. Third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grades were also grades that I attended schools that were in my local area. And back then, schools in my local area, they were pretty good. Now, when I reached junior high school, that's when the busing really kicked in. And we were sent out to schools far from our own neighborhoods. And even in junior high, I really didn't pay it any mind. But when I got in high school, that's when a light went off in my head. When I first entered high school, I couldn't help but notice what was displayed in the high school sports trophy case. Up until about the 1950s, the basketball and football teams really sucked. And they had was, you know, all they really had was a bunch of wooden plaques praising their achievements in sports like field hockey and baseball. But it wasn't until the mid-60s is when they started to win championships in basketball, football, and track. Hmm, I wonder why. And while walking by this trophy case in my freshman year in 1984, all I could do was laugh. But I kept it moving, and I still didn't really think much more about it. Here it is now, here in 2018, is when I'm really thinking hard about this thing they call busing because I'm now experiencing this with my son and I'm not playing the blame game but it's obvious why busing was put into place why it was put into effect and they do have this choice program where you can pretty much send your child to any school that they can get accepted to but even that gives them the same results busing does by putting more inner city kids in these suburban neighborhood schools. And with our unique situation here where I live, we had two good elementary schools, three high schools. Now we only have one technology high school, one elementary school, and one middle school. And we do have some charter schools and a preparatory all boys school but they are really not meeting the standards that is needed for our kids here in our neighborhoods and communities. 
I'm not going to make an excuse for my son's problems and issues that he has faced in the last two years in fifth and sixth grade. I'm going to first hold myself and my son accountable for what he has endured these last two years. But even through all the issues we are currently facing, my, my son still has a chance to turn things around. He has lost his privilege to go to the school of his choice. And now he must go to the school that is assigned to his district that we live in. And I'm kind of thanking God for that because when he had a choice, he went to a school that was pretty bad. But now that he's going to a school in his district, that school seems to be a whole lot better. So sometimes you got to be careful what you, you know, what you wish for. I do see it as a blessing in disguise. But when I did all this paperwork, you know, for his school, he will be attending this year. I was shocked about how far away the school he will be attending is. It's really only about, I say about 25 minutes away, but getting there is a journey within itself. I drive out of my own city into a very rich and high class neighborhood. I mean, the kind of neighborhoods that will, you know, <laughs> You may have to, you know, stop and allow deer to cross in front of you, you know, because it's a very, you know, heavily wooded terrain. And I'm not going to lie. The more time it took me to get to my son's in the school, the more I said to myself, this is some bullshit. And everyone wants their child to get a good education. But it's so obvious the reason why these schools in these high class neighborhoods once our kids from the inner cities, you know, it's funny because they want us in their schools to make their sports teams better. But your black ass better not be caught walking around in their neighborhoods. You just come back and forth on that bus, nigger. Jump, dunk and run. OK, that's what they want us to do. And it's a shame, you know, us as black people, we don't fight harder to establish good schools for our children in our own neighborhoods and communities. But who am I kidding? We won't even take time to get along with each other and work hard together. I know I'm asking for too much here. And the only one who seems to <laughs> see the unbalance in this issue is myself at this time. Nobody's really panning any mind. So I guess this is just the way things will continue to be. We will continue to outsource our kids to make other races and cultures schools better in sports instead of building from within, giving our children the schools and education that they truly deserve. Well, let the fight go on that we are determined to lose as busing is still going as we continue to get abused. This is the D-Win Legacy Podcast. Take care and be safe. Peace.
I'm here in my city during the afternoon hours. And it's around the time in the afternoon when a lot of kids are getting out of school. So I'm behind this school bus. And these kids on this bus, they're jumping back and forth in the seats. They're hanging out the windows, giving people the middle finger, hitting, fighting each other. It's a fucking madhouse. I mean, we used to ride the buses. We, you know, we did some crazy things, but the majority of times we'd just be sitting there chilling, mind our business, cooling out. Especially on the way home, you don't have to be in the school all day. <laughs> Our only focus was just trying to get home. But I don't know what these kids are on nowadays, man. They're fucking wired. You're listening to the D-Win Legacy Podcast. This episode has brought back a lot of younger memories. I remember those days when I was going through the busing phase. And I'm hoping we can change this. I'm hoping we can get to a point where we can build more quality schools in our own neighborhoods and communities. And that we can give our young ones an education that's actually connected to their culture. We'll be back next week with another episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast. Until then, take care and be safe. Peace.